Context of empire, tyranny, violence, and repression, the times in which we're living today. What do our sacred stories have to teach us as white people about our role in resistance and in showing up for liberation? My name is Will Green. This podcast is a project of Surge Faith. Surge is a national network of groups and individuals organizing white people for racial justice. This podcast is designed to be a resource for white people working to resist racism and white supremacy. We welcome your feedback and especially appreciate feedback and accountability from listeners of color. A little about me, I'm a United Methodist pastor who lives on land that was inhabited by Pentecost people before the Christian invasion of 1620. I'm a white, cisgender, gay male, pronouns he, him, his, his, and I serve a congregation in so-called Andover, Massachusetts. In addition to ministry in my church setting, I'm also involved in the work of prison abolition. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Word is Resistance for the first Sunday of who are following Jesus, who are anti-racist, who believe that white supremacy needs to die. We need a new beginning because the work is hard and serious, and it's not going to end anytime soon. A new beginning does not mean starting all over again or going back to where we used to be. A new beginning can simply be a return to the truth and the blessing of what God has already done. So let's take this time for a new beginning so that we can return to God. Draw near to God, and God will draw near to you. So in the spirit of new beginnings, I say to you, Happy New Year! I know that the new part of the new year is now getting old, but make it a spiritual point to reconnect with blessing every time you hear this phrase, Happy New Year. We get so many Happy New Years in the church. I don't just mean that people say it a lot, but there's something holy about new beginnings in time, and we should celebrate the gift of each one. At Advent, we start a new liturgical year, and then just a few weeks weeks later, we get another new year as the calendar grows by one digit. And speaking of new beginnings, as the new calendar year begins, this week, some churches will also remember the baptism of Jesus on the first Sunday of the year. We'll do this at my church. There's no Epiphany Sunday for us at my church, no second Sunday of Christmas. That stuff's old. It's time for something new. And this year, the new year, 
begins with a new beginning. Both of the two lectionary readings I've chosen for this podcast are very much about beginnings. And here they are. The first reading is really the first reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1 through verse 5. I'm reading from the Common English Bible, which bucks the trend in terms of familiarity. It does not begin with the words, in the beginning, even though I'm going to play on that phrase. Instead, it has a different sort of way of translating those words that are so old they almost never seem new. So, here's the reading. Genesis 1, 1 through 5. When God began to create the heavens and the earth, the earth was without shape or form. It was dark over the deep sea, and God's wind swept over the waters. God said, let there be light, and so light appeared. God saw how good the light was. God separated the light from the darkness. God named the light day and the darkness night. There was evening and there was morning the first day. Here ends the reading. I should say I'm recording uh, this episode on a Friday morning, a morning after a huge blizzard uh, here where I live. Uh, You can hear the sound of the wind sweeping over the snow outside. Uh, I don't know if you can hear that sound. I don't know if it'll come through in the recording, but uh, it's a little special effect. And also uh, going on, the gospel reading. Maybe not quite the beginning, but we can decide that later on when we get into interpretation and reflection. This story is a beginning nonetheless, from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 1, verses 4 through 11. John was in the wilderness, calling for people to be baptized to show they were changing their hearts and lives and wanted God to forgive their sins. Everyone in Judea and all the people of Jerusalem went out to the Jordan River and were being baptized by John as they confessed their sins. John wore clothes made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He ate locusts and wild honey. He announced, One stronger than I am is coming after me. I'm not even worthy to bend over and loosen the strap of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. About that time, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee, and John baptized him in the Jordan River. While he was coming up out of the water, Jesus saw heaven splitting open and the Spirit, like a dove, coming down on him. And there was a voice from heaven, You are my Son, whom I dearly love. In you I find happiness. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And before we cut back to the music, I do want to say that although this reading from Mark does not begin with verse 1, it definitely is a beginning. Perhaps uh, it's not the literal beginning of the story told in this book, uh, but it's a beginning just the same. Baptism is always a beginning, even if it's only one of many beginnings. For everyone who follows Jesus, baptism is a beginning. So may the story of Jesus' baptism and the story of when God began to create be a new beginning for us as we continue to seek justice with Jesus. Amen. Amen.
This is how the so-called Christian Bible begins. In the beginning was water. It begins not with religion or church or people, but with water. The story tells us that when God began to create the heavens and the earth, there already was something there. Water. Have you thought much about how water already was in the beginning? In the beginning was water. I guess it's something I've always known, but something I haven't quite come to terms with or fully appreciated. I know that my body is mostly water, and that this is a watery planet. Water is a sign of life, obviously, but I still take it for granted. It's been over a year now since I first learned about and started uh, to pray for and take action with the water defenders of Standing Rock. I think of them as I remember the story of when God began to create in the beginning. These friends of creation, the water defenders, know something that the beginning of the book of Genesis, the book of beginnings, is trying to teach us. In the beginning was water. Believe it. Know it. Trust it. Proclaim it. As we return to the beginning, let us think on the principle the water defenders have been crying out for so long, like a voice in the wilderness. Water is life. Mini Wakoni. Friends, we are people who are trying to dismantle white supremacy. People like us who want to end the racist systems and policies that destroy life need to learn this principle again. In the beginning was water. Water is life. If white people are going to align ourselves with those who defend water, who protect life, who are building up a new world, then let us return to water. This is our new beginning. As we seek a new beginning in faith, a blessing that returns us to the truth, let us think of Standing Rock and Flint. We know that white supremacy is poisoning, dehydrating, and draining life in so many ways. Let us be refreshed and blessed by returning to the water that was in the beginning. Let us fight for it. Even God needs water to create things. Even God starts with water. In the beginning, when God began to create the heavens and the earth, all that there was, besides this water, was wind from God. The Spirit of God, the breath of God, knows the water very well. They are old friends. Life begins with water and the Spirit. I think of God hovering over the water, loving the water, defending the water, protecting the water, celebrating the water, dancing with the water. God loves the water. Life begins with water and the Spirit. And as some of you may be thinking already, water and the Spirit is also how the so-called Christian life begins. I'm talking about baptism. In the communion liturgy that I follow in church, I say this about God. I'm quoting here. Oh, this isn't too churchy. But it goes like this. This is something I say at communion as a, as a clergy person. 
They say, by the baptism of Jesus' suffering, death, and resurrection, you, speaking to God, gave birth to the church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. You see, baptism is a new beginning. It's also just a return to the beginning that already happened. It's a return to water. It's a return to the Spirit. Friends, return to this beginning and renew your faith in resistance. Let us take a swim, take a bath, take a plunge into hope. Remember the story of how in the beginning of Jesus's ministry, when he was baptized with John, by John, he went to the water and dove deep, deep down. And it says when Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven splitting open and the spirit like a dove coming down on him. You, my friend, you need to be renewed. You need to be refreshed. You need to return to the blessing that was in the beginning and still is in the beginning. Not unlike Jesus, you need to take a bath. You need to go for a swim so that you can get to work. What a great day it is and what a great time it is at the beginning of a year to submerge yourself again in what will give you life. What a great time to surround yourself with the stuff that God is using to create a new heaven and a new earth. In the beginning of our life with God is water and the Spirit. Let's take a new beginning. Now, water is in trouble on this planet. Water is in trouble. And what goes along with that? This planet is in trouble. Certainly people are in trouble. It's not at all clear that things are going to work out. When I say take a new beginning in hope and in faith, I'm not trying to convince you that things are going to be okay. You just need to, you know, read the Bible and enjoy these podcasts and church services and we'll be fine. I don't think so. But it still is a fine time to take a new beginning and return to God's blessing of water and the Spirit. And I'd like to introduce a, another story from the Bible here, uh, although we've, we've read a few already. I just want to uh, refer to this. Uh, this, this comes from uh, the book of Acts, the eighth chapter. It's the story of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. It's just a simple enough and well-known enough story. There's just one part of the story I want to mention as we think about in the beginning was water. Maybe you're thinking of this part of the story already. You know, Philip and the eunuch are on the road from Jerusalem to Gaza, a desert road, and they're talking and reading the prophet Isaiah and teaching and thinking and praying and trying to open themselves to the Spirit of God. And things are getting more and more intense. And they're getting into it. They're getting excited. They're getting passionate. And then they come to water. And as they went down the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, water, what would keep me from being baptized? What would stop me from being baptized? And there was nothing stopping him. 
There is nothing stopping him from being baptized and returning to a new beginning. There is nothing stopping him from being blessed and refreshed and renewed and then continuing on that road. It was time for a new beginning. And that's true for us too. There's nothing stopping us. In our work of uh, undermining empire, of dismantling white supremacy, of defending water, of aligning ourselves with people of justice and truth-telling and hope, there's nothing stopping us from returning to God and recommitting ourselves to following Jesus, to resisting evil, injustice, and oppression, whatever forms they present themselves. There's nothing stopping us from celebrating a ritual that will rebirth us and transform us. There's nothing stopping us. In the beginning was water and the Spirit. Let's take a new beginning. Happy New Year. May this be a time of new beginnings, of water and the Spirit. May this be a time when we can continue down the road together, knowing that there is nothing to stop us. Amen. Thank you for joining me. You can find out more about Surge at showingupforracialjustice.org. And our podcast lives at SoundCloud. Search the word as resistance. You can interact with us there. Transcripts are available on our website as well. The music you hear is a live recording of a song gifted to the freedom movement by Dr. Vincent Harding. It's called We Are Building Up a New World. The group you hear singing is called No Enemies. It's a multiracial group of activists and musicians in Denver, Colorado, who come together for movement choir practice to bring singing back into direct actions and other movement spaces. This particular choir practice is from December 2014. It's being led by Minister Daryl J. Walker. We're deeply grateful to the Freeney Harding family for letting us use the song for this podcast. <laughs>